my path, a lamp for my feet. Amen. Praise God. Brother Hilton, we love you. We want you to come tonight. Take your liberty. Obey the Holy Ghost tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord some praise tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, we're in his presence tonight. Hallelujah, you have direct access to him. Oh, we worship you, we praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, I'm grateful to be in an apostolic church. Amen, where the people of God know how to worship God. Amen, where his presence dwells. Hallelujah. It's just here. I don't know if you feel what I feel here tonight. Amen. I was downstairs. I promise I didn't just get into the sanctuary. Some of you saw me, but uh, others may not have. I've been just standing in the back observing. Amen. As the service was unfolding, I'm grateful. Amen. To be a part of a New Testament apostolic Bible-based truth preaching, truth believing Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, it's in a church like this uh, where souls can truly be changed. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mighty God, mighty God. There is, amen, a spirit, amen, of worship. uh, I don't know what God has in store for this service tonight, uh, amen, but I do know that I'm interested in whatever it is. uh, Amen, I don't want to leave this place the same way that I came. I want the Holy Ghost to change me. I want His Spirit to revive me. I don't want to be the same old Jared, but I want to be Holy Ghost filled, (laughs) baptized over and over and over and over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is available to more than just two or three. Amen. Who have the right kind of personality. Amen. You don't have to have an outgoing personality. You don't have to have, amen, the kind of, uh, kind of personality that brother self has or that dad has or that I have or that pastor has. Amen. But you can get a hold of God, amen, in your own way. Amen. And God can change you. And I'm speaking, amen, to everybody under the sound of my voice. I feel the Holy Ghost even while I'm speaking right now. It's for you and for your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Hallelujah. You're in this house tonight because the Holy Ghost has bid you to come. Amen. You're in this place tonight because the Spirit of God is drawing you. Not because you made the decision. Not because you think you're holy. Not because you've been faithful. But because God's been faithful. Because of God's mercy. My, my, my. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord some praise. Come on, church. Come on, let's kick it up another notch. Amen. Let's just not go through the motions, but let's let God have his way. Hallelujah. Come on, God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. Let's feel that to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, she loves us. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Apostle Peter said in Acts chapter 10, verse 34, then Peter opened his mouth and said, of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. 
Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This means it's available to you. Come on, stop discounting yourself. Come on, stop uh, taking the blessing away from yourself. I'm not worthy. I mean, I can't do enough. I've not been faithful. Forget all those lies that the devil is putting in your mind. Amen. And take God at his word. Bible says, but in every nation, he that feareth him. He that feareth him. Amen. I believe I'm standing. Amen. In a group of people who fear the Almighty God. I don't want to make him upset. I don't want to fail him. I don't want him to look at me like I'm I'm just a, amen, just another. I want to be special to him. I want to do what I can to please him. Hallelujah. 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 In every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What great and precious words, amen, that we can hear tonight. Hallelujah. You can take that to the bank. That's not my opinion. Amen. That's not just another good, amen, encouraging word. From positive K love. That's the word of God. That's the word of God. Oh, that's not just another, amen, blessing, but that's a promise. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on, church. Hallelujah. Our worship service is more than just singing a few good songs. With the right tempo, the right lyrics that engage us emotionally. It's more than that. (laughs) Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one mind and one accord. That's what we're seeking to do when we come together in worship and in prayer. Amen. Those of us with like-minded faith. Amen. Those of us who believe in His Word. Those of us who come faithfully to the house of God. He will reward. Hallelujah. I believe he's here tonight. Amen. To reward us. Amen. To give to us. If we would ask. If we would come before him in faith. If we would trust. Come on somebody. Amen. Take an apostolic step of faith. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost moving right now. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Reach out and touch him. Reach out and get a hold. Hallelujah. Quit saying this is not for me. I mean, this is not my personality. We're beyond personality right now. We're beyond characteristics. And then we're in the spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, church. Hallelujah. We were singing it. Holy Spirit, rain, rain on me. Like a mighty wind blow through this house. Harkening back, uh, amen, to the day of Pentecost. Uh, amen, remembering, uh, amen, what happened uh, in the book of Acts. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church. Uh, did you mean what you were singing? Amen, did you mean, or was it just another song? Amen, was it just, uh, amen, another good uh, tempo? Hallelujah, was it, uh, amen, something from the depth? Of your heart, saying, God, move on me, change me, renew me, baptize me, restore me, God, refill me, God, restore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Come on, the experience that you're seeking is available right now. It's available right now. It's available right now. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not your position. Amen. To qualify or to make God meet certain conditions. Amen. He's ready to move right now. Come on, let's wait on the Lord, right? Jacob, I mean, that's not just a rock. This is an altar. I mean, pick up your head. Realize you're sitting in the house of God. Realize you're in the presence of Almighty God. Angels are ascending and descending before you. Ask whatever you need. God's... Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm looking for those with faith tonight. I'm looking for those, uh, amen, that believe God's able, that believe God's willing, uh, that believe God's available. Come on, he's available. He's available. Hallelujah. Amen. You've been in a wilderness. Amen. For far too long. Your experience has been too dry. Amen. You've been trying amen, to muster the right response. Hey, but friend, if you just take a step of faith tonight, it's not about your response. It's about your faith. It's about your faith. Come on. Do you believe? Hallelujah. Help thou my unbelief, God. I do believe, but help thou my unbelief. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's just love him tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Acts chapter 24 and 25. Man, I haven't taken a text yet. I'm just trying to follow the Holy Ghost as Pastor asked. Amen. But Paul, dealing with Felix, testifying to him about Jesus, told him, just preached the word to him. And in verse 25, we see Felix's response. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time when I will call, for this time when I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. When it's more convenient for me, I'll give you a call. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that's anybody's attitude tonight. I'm just reading a scripture. Hallelujah. But I feel like the Holy Ghost is in this place in such a special way. Hallelujah. Quit looking for the right time. Quit looking for the right conditions. Hallelujah. I believe it was Bishop Power that told us that revival would come in an inconvenient season. I wonder if that is more than just at a church level, but perhaps at an individual level. I've got too much responsibility right now. I've got too much going on in my own life. I'm not ready for revival. Amen. I'm telling you, the spirit of revival is in this service right now. It's here. It's here. It's readily available. Amen. Healing. Amen. Victory. Deliverance is here. Hallelujah. 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 I do feel like the Lord gave me direction tonight, and I was, I am still pushing, amen, to see God's perfect will. I don't want to, I don't want to avoid the move of the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Hallelujah. There are some seeking for rain, some are looking for the outpouring of the Holy, thank you, brother. God for being so sensitive, amen, to God's spirit. I, I, I don't know, uh, can, can anybody agree with me that the spirit of God was here during worship service? Amen. I, I, I was eager to get up here to participate, to, to be a part of what God was doing because I didn't want to miss anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to miss anything that God is trying to do. Hallelujah. Amen, but, amen, the experience that we are looking for, that I am looking for at least, amen, is available here, amen, and, and I do, I feel like the Lord whispered these words to me while we were worshiping that while those that are seeking for rain, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost is coming, amen, and it's here and we can see it, amen, but tonight it's going to come through his word. I felt like the Lord spoke to me just a couple of weeks ago, amen, for the next time that I would preach. And uh, I, I'm not a spiritual. Some, some, the Lord give them a date, a time. The Lord just gives me one, time, uh, one thought at a time, I think, because he knows that I can't deal with much more than that. Many of you also know that. <clears throat> one thing at a time. My wife certainly knows that. She'll be talking to me in the truck, and I'm listening to a podcast or something. And um, just uh, she's saying something. I'm interested in what's going on in the radio. And uh, she asked me, did you hear what I said? And no, I did not. Could you please restate that? Say it again. <clears throat> Pray for me. I need to orient my priorities a little better while we're in the truck. Amen. But, <clears throat> amen, I, I really believe the Lord... Amen. Gave me a sense of direction for the service. I'm not one to preach, amen, or I, I don't attempt to preach a negative message, and I don't believe that that's what this message is tonight. Amen. But I feel like the Lord, uh, I wouldn't say spoke to me. I do believe he spoke to me during worship service, but I, he gave me direction for the service. And perhaps someone is in this place that feels like they're in a wilderness, that they're in a dry place in their life. And if that's you, then I'm preaching to you. If you'll hear. Amen. And uh, I know that may eliminate some, but I, I, uh, I trust the Lord and know that he knows what he's doing. And I know that he knows where you're at. And I know that he can help you tonight. He can help me tonight. Amen. I, I've got to be honest with you. I want... A deeper relationship with God. I want more of God than I've ever had before. Hallelujah. And I believe it's available to the true church. It's available to us. Hallelujah. Jared, you're starting to amen, repeat yourself. I know. I'm trying to convey a message tonight. First Kings chapter 19, verses 11 and 12. 
when you pray, please pray for my voice. Or don't if, if you're not interested. <laughs> I won't hold it against you, I promise. Because I won't know who to hold it against. First Kings chapter 9, 19, verses 11 and 12 says, And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by in a great and strong wind, Rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. Everybody said the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. Everybody say the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. Amen. But the Lord was not in the fire. Everybody say the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost even as we're reading this tonight. Are you grateful to be in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord? I mean, His presence is here. I believe He's here to minister to you. Amen. And to me. Amen. Let's lay down our Bibles and ask the Lord to speak to us. Let's open our hearts. Let's open our minds. Is it possible that God has come tonight to speak to you? Come on, do you believe that? If you do, ask Him to. Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I believe you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated tonight. <clears throat> hallelujah. First Kings and 18. This is not on the list, Billy Joss. I'm just going to reference this for a moment. We perhaps know the story where Elijah stands on Mount Carmel, amen, and defies the God of the children of Israel at this time. Amen, tells them that they're not serving the one true God. Amen, but they are serving, amen, a false God. And so they go to Mount Carmel to, amen, see, amen, the difference, amen, between their God and the one true God. Amen, what's, what's the difference? And let me just make a quick application. We're standing in a generation of sensationalism, amen, of, of, of all kinds of, Trinkets and and uh, and different kinds of ways to appeal and to attract our attention, YouTube and TikTok and and all these different forms of media that are attractive. Amen. They entertain. Amen. And uh, I know Pastor posted on Teams today. Amen. A video of a of a of a couple of guys. They call themselves the skit guys, but what they were. They were making a, a solid point in that video that, that individuals, amen, tend to worship their, their football teams and basketball teams and sports teams the same way that they used to in the old days, back in ancient days, and in, uh, in uh, days where they would, uh, they would compare them to different tribes and the way that they would worship their gods and they would make sacrifices to their gods. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. And this is just another way that, that in today's day and age, amen, that the world is trying, amen, to appeal to the people of God. That the devil is trying to appeal to those who are hungry for truth, for those, to those that are seeking after a genuine experience. They, they are looking for a life-changing experience. And, and maybe it's in a needle or maybe it's in another bottle or maybe it's in this TV program for entertainment or maybe it's in this uh, particular, amen, experience at a football stadium. Amen, my dad had this experience. My grandpa had these experiences. Amen, but I'm here to tell you tonight uh, that you'll never find satisfaction in those channels. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And to apply that to the passage of Scripture that 
I am referring to in 1 Kings chapter 18, the chapter preceding our text. Amen. The prophet Elijah is approaching the people of God who have gone astray. They were distracted by these, amen, these attractions, by these different influences of nations around them. And so Elijah says, there's a difference between what you're doing and what I'm doing. What I'm doing is serving the one living, one true living God. You're serving a statue. You're serving, amen, a carving. You're serving an idol with no power. And they said, oh, yeah, prove it. He said, I will. Let's go on the mountain. And so they climb Mount Carmel, and so the festivities began. Many of you guys know the story, but the prophets of Baal, amen, begin to pray and begin to ask their God, amen, to consume this offering or to accept this offering. And for some reason, Baal is not responding. And so time passes, and some of those worshipers of Baal begin to get a little frustrated. Some of them start to go to crazy lengths to get Baal's attention. Some of them begin to cut themselves. Some of them begin to jump up and down on the altar. Baal, can you hear us? Baal, is there anybody there? Baal, we need you to come. Baal, we need an answer now. Amen. Your, the belief, our faith in you is on the line. Hallelujah. And Elijah is there being entertained. Hallelujah. How many are deceived, amen, by the fallout of Baal today? Amen. How many are deceived by Baal-like idols today? Amen. It's no longer in the form of silver or gold or wood or stone. Amen. But it's in these other descriptions that I've already provided for you. Amen. This world is caught up in sensationalism. Amen. But don't let it be in the house of the living God. Amen. The truth church. Amen. This church. It's more than just, amen, the beat of a drum. It's more than just uh, another good uh, sensational song hallelujah hallelujah it's more than just personality amen and insight it's more than just intellect uh, and wisdom we're talking about a genuine spirit uh, and move of God Hallelujah. Amen. Where God, amen, makes himself available to a faithful few. Amen. Where God, amen, makes himself readily available to those of us who fear. Oh, I wonder if anybody's interested, amen, in that kind of a move of God. Hallelujah. Do you want to please him? Amen. Do you want to produce righteousness? Amen. So he will visit upon us. Hallelujah. 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 And so the story goes, Elijah, amen, gets up. Simple prayer. Because he believed God, he knew God would respond. Faith. Amen. Faith, faith. Just a little bit of faith. Amen. Amen. I, I know what that song means, but I concur with Elder Davis. I don't really like that song. <laughs> I'm looking for a lot of faith. I want a lot of faith. I want as much faith as I can get. Amen. I'm going to exercise my faith muscles so I can have enough when the Lord comes home. Hallelujah. That's what he said he's looking for. Can I find faith when I come back home for my wife, for my bride? I'm looking for those who have faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Elijah prays a prayer full of faith, amen, but not full of eloquence and not full of uh, uh, oratory, just a simple prayer. And the Lord responds. The Lord consumes the burnt offering, amen, the water in the trough around it, amen, the altar, all the stones and everything that's there, amen. The Lord consumes Elijah's offering. And as soon as the story concludes, amen, we all... Most of us know the story that rain began to come, the promise of God. I mean, this is during a drought during, for Israel where the Lord had withheld rain so that he can prove a point, get them back on track, and then correct them. 
amen, let them live for him or, or cause them to want to live for him again. And Elijah, amen, leaves this scene, amen, where God answers his prayer. Amen. And God restores rain to the nation of Israel. Amen. Provides them the sustenance that they need in order to make, have a living. Amen. Live for Him. Amen. And He goes on. Amen. And to the ne- and, and and let me just stop and provide this additional point of detail because it's important. Amen. That at that moment, those prophets of Baal, Elijah, required that they would be slain. Amen. When, when they finished worshiping and all these things, the children of Israel acknowledged, the Bible says, the Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. They were all repentant. They were all converted. Amen. As a result of what happened on Mount Carmel. Amen. And when all this transpired, amen, Elijah said, let's kill, amen, the prophets of Baal because they're preaching false doctrine. So they did that. And Jezebel comes up to him and says, you just killed my prophets? Um, he doesn't actually, she doesn't actually speak to Elijah. She speaks to Ahab. Ahab is the one the, relaying the story. Amen. But she responds to Ahab. Amen. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill Elijah. Because he killed my prophets, I'm going to kill him. And so Elijah catches uh, word that Jezebel is after him. And this is where we pick up in our text. Bible says that he went a day's journey into the wilderness. Bible says that an angel came to him, tapped him on the shoulder, said, eat. And he ate. Went back to sleep. Again, angel tapped him on the shoulder and he ate again. Bible says that he went on the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights. I mean, it's one of three who were, uh, who's, uh, fasted for that long. It would be Moses, Elijah, and Jesus, if I correct. And then all you scholars can correct me if I'm wrong. Thank you, Pastor. Pastor said I'm right. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says I'm right, too, because, <laughs> what's that? This time. Thank the Lord. Amen. But uh, Mo, uh, Elijah, not Moses, we're talking about Elijah. Elijah goes on the strength of this meat for 40 days and 40 nights. However, even though he's on this holy fast, he's on this spiritual experience. I mean, uh, wow. I mean, what a man of God Elijah is. He can fast for 40 days and 40 nights. Must have a genuine relationship with God. But he, with, during this time, I imagine, the Bible doesn't say specifically, but it's kind of in the context. So I'm imagining it is during the same 40 days and 40 nights that he goes to Mount Horeb. Anybody know what's special about Mount Horeb without pastor's help? (laughs) Mount Horeb is the same mountain as Mount Sinai. Anybody know what's special about Sinai? Moses received the word from God. This is where he received the Ten Commandments. And in the mountain of Sinai, there was a great earthquake, the Bible says. We'll read about it in just a second. Fire of God descended upon the mount. And Moses was communing with God. So maybe Elijah, knowing this story, is like, oh, I'm about to have me one kind of experience with God. I am getting ready to climb up Mount Horeb. That's where the Lord told me to go. The Lord is about to give me another Ten Commandments. Okay, I'm, this is creative license here. I'm not saying that's what Moses, or Elijah said, okay? But Elijah, perhaps his expectation was high on his way there. Fasting 40 days, 40 nights. Surely the Lord will see where I'm at. Surely the Lord hears me. I'm being pursued after Jezebel. Amen. I am on my way to Mount Horeb. Hallelujah. Amen. But in our text, we read, amen, what happened. On Mount Horeb, the Bible says that, there was a great and strong wind that rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. Then, after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. Moses, perhaps every time, so he's like, here's my answer. It's coming right now. 
Do you see the wind blowing? Wow, I've never seen a wind like this before. I'm about to, the Lord has spoken out of the wind countless times before. I've heard the stories. I know that I'm getting ready to hear from God. And nope, didn't happen. Wind blows by, nothing. Earthquake, quakes by, nothing. Fire, burns by, and nothing. Amen, but, uh, and, and we, we can go through the scriptures and see that the Lord did indeed use these particular elements to communicate with his people. He did. Elijah wasn't just hoping based on some baseless, uh, baseless hope, but, but he is thinking perhaps about Exodus 14 and 21 where Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided and Israelites walk across because the wind blew. Maybe he's thinking about Job. I, I'm not sure about all the timelines and the chronology, but I do, I have heard that Job is probably contemporary with Abraham. So with that in mind, perhaps he heard about Job, the story of Job, how faithful he was to God. Perfect, upright man. Shoot, my goodness. Hallelujah. Job 38 and 1. The Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, and, and began to speak to him. Same thing in Job chapter 40, verse 6. The, the, then answered the Lord unto Job out of the whirlwind and said, Ezekiel. Amen. The Lord, we see again, and, and Moses Certainly was, or Elijah certainly wasn't thinking about Ezekiel, but, but we could see in the future where the Lord used wind, I mean, to minister through various individuals in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, we'll just pick up with verse 2. It says, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. But the Lord was not in the wind. Same thing, earthquake. Or let's, let's jump to fire since that's the order I have it in my notes here. Amen. Moses, or Elijah is, is standing there, amen, in Mount Sinai, and the fire begins to fall. And he's like, surely this is what Moses saw. Surely this is the same experience that he had. I'm getting ready to hear from God. Exodus 3, verses 2 through 4. Angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire. The bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I'll now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush. God spoke to Moses out of a burning bush. And in Exodus 13, 21, the Bible tells us that the Lord went before the children of Israel by night. In a pillar of fire. Exodus 19 and 18 says that the Lord descended upon Mount Sinai in fire. Amen. Leviticus chapter 9 verse 24 says that there came a fire out from before the Lord. And consumed upon the altar the burnt offering and the fat. Numbers 16 and 35 the Bible tells us that the Lord used fire to judge those who rebelled against him. And then again Acts chapter 2 verse 3. The Bible says, there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. Talk about the earthquake that it was while Moses, I find this very interesting, that Moses on Mount Sinai in Exodus chapter 19 verse 18, that Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. We talked about fire already. And the smoke thereof ascended as smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. Amen. Angel of the, when the angel of the Lord revealed itself to the women who visited the tomb, the Bible says there was a great earthquake. When Paul and Silas were in jail, they prayed and sang praises unto God. And there came a great earthquake. Hallelujah. Amen. And, but, and also, when the New Testament, I, I proved to you 
in Acts chapter 2 when the New Testament church was founded. Amen. That uh, both fire and wind was associated with that. Amen. But we don't read in the book of Acts where uh, there was a quaking. Amen. Unless you're reading Acts chapter 4 where the place was shaken when they were assembled together. Amen. But, but I'm talking about the establishing of the church. But the Bible does say when Jesus died. When the, the testator had passed away and had introduced the New Testament. Amen. Matthew chapter 27 verses 50 and 51 tells us that the earth did quake and the rocks rent. I think Elijah was on solid ground when he assumed perhaps that God would deal with him out of this amazing set of situations and circumstances around him. And I think, perhaps, this is where we make application here, but I think perhaps us Pentecostals look back over the pages of Scripture and we formulate these certain ideas of how God should respond to us. That if my great-aunt Betty, I hope nobody has a great-aunt Betty, who's got cancer, she needs a healing. God's got to heal her. But I didn't feel the goosebumps on my spine when I prayed. Or I didn't experience, or my brother, my sister, somebody in, in the church is in need of deliverance. Or somebody out on the streets is in need of deliverance from some addiction or uh, abusing substance. Amen. That, that if this certain, it's got to work just this way. And when we do that, amen, we're hindering what God can do because God does not have to operate in the same way that he has in the past. Amen, in the past, we've heard of great services that have happened on a Sunday night. Amen, where, where on Sunday nights we expect the Holy Ghost to move. And sometimes he does, amen, because we have faith. Sometimes he responds because he sees a hungry group of people, amen, exalting his name. Amen, that's what we were feeling and experiencing, amen, a little bit earlier, amen. But because, amen, of that same issue, because we expect him to do it in this way, amen, it limits him. Because we see, oh, well, it hasn't happened by the third song. Or it hasn't happened by this particular situation. Or, or something, or so, and so on. And then we work out in our mind why God is not doing what we expect Him to do. And I'm here to tell you that He is here tonight to meet your need. Elijah was just thinking about just a few days ago when I was on Mount Carmel. I prayed and God descended from heaven with fire and consumed my offering. I have the ability, amen, to cause God to bring. No, you don't, Elijah. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with your submission to God. Whether or not you're coming to God on His terms. Are you doing it the way that He is calling you to do it? And Peter, you want to walk on water? Amen. Jesus, bid me to come. Okay, Peter, come. But there's rules. There's conditions. Amen. And you don't set the rules. You don't get to set the conditions. Nobody's ever done this before. Nobody's ever walked on water before. And you got to look on me. you got to look at me. Don't take your eyes off of me. If you want to walk on water, Peter, you got to keep your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, church, if we could get our focus on what he wants us to do. Forget about what so-and-so is doing down the pew. Forget about, uh, amen, what time it is. Forget about, uh, amen, work tomorrow. Forget about uh, all of the things that are so easily. And believe me, friend, uh, amen, I have the same thoughts uh, coming through my mind. Uh, amen, but I want to subject my mind. Uh, let that mind that was in Christ uh, be also in me. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Well, I expected an earthquake. If God is going to answer my prayer, we have to see a fire fall. 
we have to see the whirlwind come by. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 And it's the same story. It's the same story, amen, that we read about in the New Testament. But because of your unbelief, because it's not that you don't believe that God's able, but it's because you don't believe he's able to do it in his own way. He's got to meet your criteria. And I'm here to tell you he doesn't. Well, I've been in church all my life. The only time I've ever seen him do it this way is when this happened. I don't care. It doesn't matter, amen, to what you've seen before. God's able to do it here tonight. God's able to do it here in this house. Right now. I don't have to get to an altar call. I don't have to do, say the right words. I don't have, amen, a magic formula. Amen. It's just your faith and your God. It's my faith and my God. Amen. Do you believe? Lord, help thou mine unbelief. Hallelujah. I believe. I believe. I want to see revival. Amen. I want you to use me, God. Amen. To reach lost souls. I want the right words in the right moment. Amen. I want to seek until I find something. Amen. Pleasant to say to those that are hungry. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I'm coming to a close right now. Amen. I don't have uh, amen, much further to go. Amen. But amen, in the end of Elijah's life, amen, we read about the chariot of fire that comes. We read about how he ascends in a whirlwind when he departs. God's not going to withhold his goodness from us. God's able Amen, to do those things that he has done before, but he's not required to. Hallelujah. The fire of the Lord did fall on Sinai. The, the earth did quake. The wind did blow that night, the east wind for the Israelites, and that was God. But it was God. God's will for that specific moment and that specific time. I'm telling you, God has a will for this moment and in this time. God has a will, amen, for you tonight. God has a desire for you tonight. God wants you, amen, Elijah, amen, to come out of the wilderness. Amen. There's, amen, a time at the end of this. Amen. What happened? Amen. When, when the earthquake, amen, the fire came, amen, and the wind blew, the Lord was not in that, but he was in the still small voice. What did he say? He said, Elijah, get back to work. Elijah, I've got a job for you. Amen. I haven't taken my hand off of you. I want you to listen to me. I want you to do this. I want you to go and anoint Elisha. I want you to go and anoint the king of Syria. I want you to go and anoint the king of Israel. I've still got a job for you to do. Amen. True church. Amen. If you feel like you're in a wilderness, God still has a job for us. This is what I came to tell you. Amen. Music, come. Amen. If you feel like you're in a wilderness, amen, it's been too long. I feel like I'm walking in the Holy Ghost, right? I feel like I'm speaking, amen, to individuals in this place tonight. Oh, Brother Hilton, uh, he hadn't done it, amen, the timing that I thought he would. I'm 31, I'm 32, I'm 33, I'm 45, I'm 82. I don't care what your age is. God wants you, uh, amen, even though you can come. Here's what happened on Mount Horeb, amen, when Elijah obeyed the Holy Ghost, when Elijah, amen, obeyed God and went to Horeb. Brother Jerome, he witnessed, amen, from the mountain what Moses saw. He saw the earthquake. He saw the fire fall. He saw the wind blow. He saw it tear the rocks. My, my, my. The Lord was not in that, but the Lord caused those things to happen. You hear what I'm saying? You come to church, you come to Mount Horeb, as it were, 
And you see somebody getting a blessing over here. See somebody get their answer right here. And you think, it must be me. It must be my fault. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to see it. I'm never going to feel it. I'm speaking to somebody of the Holy Ghost right now. That the Holy Ghost is trying to bid you. And then I didn't bring you to Horeb so that you can have the same experience that Moses had. I didn't bring you to the house of the Lord so you can see what so-and-so saw or, or have what brother so-and-so had. But I've come to give you your own apostolic Pentecostal experience. Oh, somebody, somebody, if you believe right now, why don't you come down to these altars and tell them, God, I want what you have for me. I'm tired of looking on. I'm tired of looking from a distance. I'm tired of seeing it happen for so. I'm tired of God. I want it for myself. Hallelujah! 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 What are you doing here, Elijah? Did you come to see what Moses saw? Or do you come for your own experience? I've got a word for you, Elijah. I've got a word for you. And it's time for you to get out of the wilderness. It's time for you to go to Syria. It's time for you, amen, to go to Israel. It's time right now. Right now. Did you hear what the word of the Lord is? He's ready for you and you and you right now.